Hello everybody and you're welcome to another beautiful episode of the Coffee and Beans podcast or Coffee and Beans with Adeshola Balogun. I'm your host with the most Adeshola Balogun and um, I have a I have a very I have a very interesting guest uh, today. I was at a po- I was at uh, say podcast. I was at a um, exhibition a few days ago. Well, when you listen to it, it will probably be a few months ago, but the fashion soak and of course it's a beautiful platform where you meet um, um people who are nigerian entrepreneurs nigerian creatives doing the very very most and um this gentleman and i got talking and i realized that you know i've heard of his brand way before you know um i've even had any any interactions with his brand and i must say i was really really impressed especially for a nigerian a solely Nigerian business. Um, how much dedication? How much process? How much they put into their their work and their product? And um, I told him I had to get him on the podcast. So um, I'd like to welcome Hamed Akinsemoy, the co-founder of Zoku, to the podcast. You're welcome, bro. Yeah. <laughs> how nice you doing? I'm good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, the first question I asked, you know, when we first met was. How are you able to get? I mean, I'm sure if you live in Lagos or Lagos Metropolis or around, even let me, let's say let's say Nigeria, you would have heard of Zoko, the brand. Um, how are you able to? The word is proliferate, that the brand Zoko into people's consciousness. How did I know? I know you've told me about it, but how were you able to do it? Um, um, okay, let, 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 let me not get too forward. First, first of all, how did the idea for Zoku come about? Um, so, basically, the, the joint Zoku as a brand started um, six years ago, um, 20, 2016. Okay. But the reality is that uh, the story of how we got there. Yeah. Didn't start. Didn't start, of course, of course, know, definitely. 2016, you get. So, um, while I was a student in Nilag, you know, I studied um, economics education in University of Lagos. Yeah. So, I'm actually supposed to be a teacher. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the only thing I really, really love that. I don't, I, I, there's, this, there's this thing I just love impacting knowledge. Impacting knowledge, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it comes from, I see the, that. It comes from the part where growing up i didn't really have uh, you know somebody that could uh, you know show you the ropes to see you as a role model so yeah basically learn everything you know via mistakes and everything so wow. it kind of like makes me want to transfer whatever i have to mm-hmm. especially young people that are coming mm-hmm. up you know so as a as a as an undergrad in uni like um first first i didn't even know i was there that's the reality <laughs> so i'm 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 my my, my partner and i were very very different you know, come from you know very different you know backgrounds, and then I came from a background where I didn't really have anybody I could, you know, say ah this is the person I want to be like. Yeah. You know, I was the first born of the, I was first born of the first family, born, yeah. so ever uh, my dad wasn't around, so everything I was doing I was just learning by learning as I was moving as, as you were going. Yeah. Get. So when I was going to the lag, I just I went I practically went to the lag because. Um, everybody around me, my friends were already 
going to you know, going to like so I mean that was, like, that was the next thing that was the next that was actually the next so, like, thing to ah, do yeah. more, let me don't be left I don't want to be left <laughs> behind, behind yet. Yeah. and uh, you know one of the things I found out you know in re- looking at re- uh, looking at those things in retrospect now I always look at it and be like um, there's a way parents address that you know their children mm-hmm. or people that are established right or these uh, motivational speakers mm-hmm. address people and be like you have to know what you are doing and everything but the reality is that the way we are, a lot of us might not really figure out what we want to do with mm. our lives at a very, very early age. Very true. And I think what is important is to keep moving. Yeah. Even if you've not figured out what you want to just do. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Don't stay in one spot. Mm. Don't be don't be retrogressing. You get you might not figure out why you do, but learn something. Just right. add something because you can never tell when those things will come in handy. In handy. Yeah. And there is nothing you learn that is useless no knowledge is useless you might not need it now mm. it could be in 20 years time could be in 50 years time believe me it's always coming handy you know so as a student i didn't really i just wanted to be in your life i wasn't really interested in going to class and all of those things you get but which i did it you get so you know time for classes we don't go for class just this day just the chill you get <laughs> and you know i think and I, I think another thing that cost it is this way our educational system system is. structured you know you go to class and then you have about maybe 100 seats and the hundred is supposed to cater for like maybe 300 people they're like they're like 200 and something exactly. in your class so you're literally getting the class standing so that motivation if you don't have that thing that is driving you to want to be there in the first place mm. it's very very difficult to just wake up in the morning and want to go to Until class you go. You get. Yeah. and then i was in the, when the faculty where there's this way everybody in school addresses you like you guys are like like the lowest part of the school i think it happens with every education <laughs> faculty every, in every school every year and it's very 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 sad that you know people are treated even lecturers treated us that mm-hmm. way we'll go for courses in another faculty and they treat us as if we're not supposed to be here and i'm like you know it was really really annoying you get it was it was really annoying so for a lot of people in education then in my class it was probably one of the things that was spoiling then on like we could do something you get right. don't look at us this way it is supposed to be double honors and you treat them like they're shit again mm-hmm. so along the line i think when you still one day and um my colleague was just uh, my my partner now his name is badwell affair shout out to badwell yeah awesome guy we've been business partners now for since 2006 wow wow yeah. amazing yeah so and um so he just said why don't you just why don't you do something instead of sitting there in the hostel doing nothing you just always in the hostel maybe playing card or something just gisting you know, whiling every time and all that why don't you do something i'm like okay what do you have in mind well we're five in the room that day what do you have in mind so i was just thinking like maybe we should maybe like organize a trade fair or something they just mentioned it in person and everybody in the room was like have you done something, done something like that before he said no do you know anybody that has done something before he said no oh god you can't do it <laughs> you know that kind of attitude and i was at a stage where i needed to get involved with something i'm kind of person that i can't i can't stay just, i, I can't stay idle when i stay idle before you know you are doing things you're not supposed to be doing mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. so i needed to get involved with something so the mention when he mentioned it i didn't even know how we we're going to do it but i was like let's just do this yet even if we're just going to run around let's just do this and later on just called him and said i'm like alpha let's do this thing now. had something like that been happening in your school or where did you get the idea from 
you know, like I said, he he was the one that came up with the idea. Oh yes, I mean, I don't know. What I'm saying yeah. was it so, supposed no, to be modeled no, no, there, after there, there something was that was like, already there was existing? Like that. There was nothing like that in you know, like that. And then you have to also realize that uh, back then, 2006, there was still um, the student union. Union, yeah. And the student union has a very very strong hold on the kind of activities, activities. that happen in school. Very true. Very true. They bring artists to now students, you know, social yeah. direct social. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the director of social. Social. Then you go bring them. So you couldn't just do something without without the involvement of the SUG. They were the one that were doing everything mm-hmm. basically. That's true. So that period, eh, I think it was one of the period that actually transformed Unilag. A lot of people might not realize that. But that period, we're coming from a state, we're coming from a situation where the school was closed for like eight months. Yeah. And that was when the the, the, the student union had this um, riot and they burnt the house of the deputy vice chancellor. You know, it was a crazy, it was a crazy scenario. About the job president then. Yes, got I, yes, I remember. It. it was very, very yeah. serious. They were at home for like eight months. So coming back to, to school, there was no student union. So it was like open season. Wow. Yeah. It was open since open I think season. that was when a lot of people started coming up with different ideas in you know like before you know one called gospel concert so literally <laughs> the the Australian government was stifling those it's, kind of activities from really I think it's the same thing with almost every school that has student union. yeah I think everything changed maybe like maybe like five years ago when most of those schools decided started you know disbanding the students union you know. right right so everything has to go through to the school so the if school. you have an idea just grab me to your dsc <laughs> just grab me your dean you get get approval yeah, and get it done yeah, yeah. so there was nothing there was no roadblock there was nothing to stop you from doing this so before you knew back then around that time there were different ideas popping up in school this person was doing that that person was doing this so when he came up I was like okay let's do this was like what do we do i said you know what then i have an uncle i know he's an entrepreneur he has somebody that has a very very he has a very very creative mind let's go and speak with him let's just have a conversation with him and see how it goes from there so okay no problem so i went to see him talked to him about the idea and it was like it's a fantastic idea and that the best thing he could tell us to do is to go and do it ourselves and even though we may not know what to do just it's, wing it's it. better for us to just you know wing it and you know learn the ropes along the line so in the process of all of that we're already looking at okay what can what would the best direction be yeah. do we partner with somebody else do we do this so there was this company then that was doing the, the organizing the, the one organizing the, the international trade fair in, okay. in conjunction with um, lagos chamber of commerce. commerce yeah i'm telling you we walked up to their office man i'm like see we have this idea you guys should come do this thing let's share the money i was going to ask, <laughs> I, I was having to ask like wait, what gave you the impetus to organize something in that magnitude at like what, what did, was it more of a if i fail at least let's know that we failed at something, something and big. did do something big or like what gave you the courage to tell yourself that you knew that this was going to work or did you know that you were at the edge of doing of something great and you wanted to follow through with that um really i think it was just the desire to just do something mm. and you know the idea that came what we saw that we could compare with it was already on a big map. On a big map, yeah, true, true. So, which was international trade fair. Trade fair, yeah. So, there was no other way to look at it hmm. other than to look at it from that direction. From that direction, get. yeah. So, we, 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 I even told my uncle then that ah, we've been to Susop, it was like, you know what, what if you do with, you grow with them this year, they run the partnership with you guys, they bring all these brands on mm-hmm. board, and then the next day they tell you guys they're not doing it anymore. What sure. are you going to do? They're going to do it themselves. They have the connect they have the money they have everything yeah yeah 
So it's like you're putting, you're going to, you're going to deal with nothing basically. If they honor it the first time, self, it's just because, <laughs> it's because they, 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 okay. they can go behind your back and, and just do and what they just have to do. do. Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's just give this a try. It was just two of us. Like, okay, we need some certain things. What do we need? We need funds. You know, we need um, other guys that might come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. So we started coming up with a team, and uh, we spoke to a couple of people in class, brought them on board. It was a nice team, really good guys. We had people in first class. We just came up with different guys. Another question: <laughs> Prior to that time, had you organized anything? Party? Any? Had you organized anything any before? This, this was your first stint no, at that was, organizing. That was, that was first thing. Wow! I've organized anything before. Wow! I've organized wow. anything before. Even he never organized it. But he had. He always had this. He always had this. Uh, he came from a background where, during the holidays, he would go to maybe he would be in a barbing salon all right. holiday. So right. he had. He always had this. You know, sometimes you do. Like I said the other time, there's nothing you learn that is useless. That's useless, true. So it's come from a background where he might not realize it back then. We talk about these things now and be like, do you know that your mom pushed you towards this direction? Because during the holidays, you tell you I'm gonna learn barbing. You stay in barbing salon all day from yeah. morning to evening. You work in a business center. You know, you're doing things that you didn't really, really understand, understand where yeah. those things would yeah. get you to. So even then, before we started the trade fair, he was selling airtime. He would wow. just had it on the phone. You sell airtime so. in class. You get. He would. Uh, there was this. Uh, they brought this vending machine then back to you know, like, yeah, yeah. that could dispense drinks and drinks, all that. Yeah. He had worked for them before as the guy standing by the dispensing. Helping. You know, yeah, helping you know, so he already, he already had that, you know, desire to do something. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had not figured out what I wanted to do in my life. That's the truth. I had not figured out. like, what I just knew in my mind was that I don't want to do I don't want to I don't want to do 9 to 5. Ni- okay. I didn't want to do 9 to 5. I did. I just felt like I want, I want to do something else, but I wasn't really sure of what I wanted, I wanted to do, to do yeah. you know. So when the opportunity, when he came up with the idea, was like, let's just do this thing instead of sitting down and doing nothing anyway. So how was the first? How was the, How was it? How was the first edition? I won't call it a failure, because it was a learning process. We spent the first five months doing the wrong thing. <laughs> so you spent the first five months preparing for it. We first, so we started. We started. How many? How many months? How many months did you use to? We started get planning together? from like May. And when? And the event when, was when supposed was to hold in December. Wow. So, because we had these very big, grand ideas about how we were going to do the thing, we brought in a surveyor. He came to measure the entire, you know, we used the sports center in Sports Ulag. center, yeah. So, he measured the whole place. Like, okay, how many stands can we get from here? We looked at it like 560 something stands, started multiplying it by the amount of money we want to sell the stands. So, the guys were brought on board, they were like, oh, man, we don't hammer. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, you know, when you're in lag then, anybody will drive car, come school, big boy. Big you know, boy, everybody yes, wanted yeah. that kind of a thing. You get that kind of stuff. So, Maybe that was what maybe that was what made some of them join. I, I can't really say, but maybe some of them also wanted to do something. Something yeah, because worthwhile. what yeah. I'm telling you now, my state of mind, I'm telling you now, is not something that my my partner was aware of. You of get, course, of you course. Know, we were in different spaces, uh, spaces in, at in the in time. time. Yeah. Get, so, and then we got we got together. We started, you know, pulling it together. You know, the, we we would walk from um, would walk from Allen to Salvation. Uh-huh. Enter every shop on that road, trying to get them to come get a stand at the church fair. So you literally were not looking at Unilag, University of Lagos students or people in the. To sell. No, we were trying sell, to bring. Yes. We were trying to bring. So it was like trying to bring the market into the into school. the school. Okay. So the whole idea from the one was to get it, was to get, uh, was to get it across to six geopolitical zones. That was that was what we had planned from the one. Across so Unilag, um, every, different uh, what, schools. Yes, yes, yes. So okay. we we'll do we we'll do six times in a year in six 
schools in the six general prison zone, Unilag was the base. Right. So because we had that grand idea, we would go as far as Alaba International to go to marketing. We'd go as far as uh, we'd go as far as uh, um, Lasso or Jo, Akoid. I didn't know at the at the what's the name of that school? After I don't know No, no, no. Akoid is a that uh, college of education after Lasso or Jo now. There's one college of education after. Oh, okay, so, okay, no, no. I can't remember that. I can't remember it. It's just f- quite far you get. So you can imagine we would, it was it was really it was a tough one you get. We, wow. We we did a whole lot. We did a whole lot. They pushed us a lot. It pushed us a lot. But one of the things I realized was that we that's why I can't I can't say it was a failure because we didn't even achieve close to ten percent of what we wanted to wanted do. to do. You know, but we were able to it propelled us to understand that this thing can actually work. It can actually work. So, how many, how many, how many editions did you have um, after? After that one. After that one. Ah, uh, in the lag, we think I think we had about we had about nine in the lag. Till even after you left. Yeah, no, that's what we did for for quite. That's why I told you that the journey for Zoku didn't start. Wow. Two thousand and six. That's what we did for a long time, and then from then on. We did we went to uni university of calabar, calabar university okay. of Port uni ben uni lauren you okay okay the nine editions was not in you like no no just was, that nine editions was in your like overall we must have done not more than 40 editions wow yeah so at 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 that point did you start getting funding so we we started getting sponsors we okay started okay getting sponsors after the first edition so the beautiful thing about the first one was that along the way we also met a couple of people that were already working in the industry okay and um, some of them were just intrigued that ah look at these young boys are trying to do something with themselves you get i remember there was a particular there's a particular gentleman then mr dyer was working with intercellular back then yeah he did everything he could for intercellular to come about to come about they actually were the one that gave us the money that we used to pay for the venue which was which edition was that? That's the first edition. Okay, that's it's okay. Yeah, because I was gonna ask that was 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 you like charging you for for the venue? So you like you, the first edition, you like give us a discount, discount. A student discount. We paid. We've never gotten this place for free before. But as they saw that, can you, this that time, thing, this the, thing is bringing people. The, the, so at the end of the day, <laughs> what not happened? Another thing, you know, with our with our spaces, you understand that once something happens and it becomes, it looks like it's successful. Find out everybody will start jumping into that space. Into that space, yeah. So after that first one, the next thing somebody else did an hour. Right. And then and you know the beautiful thing about it is we, we used the f- we used about seven months to plan the first one. By November, most of the guys that we had in our team, everybody had pulled out, like this thing is not gonna work. Because you've not even had one you've person. Had the, yeah. One person had never paid for a stand. Everybody just kept telling you Don't worry, uh, don't just worry. Uh, nobody had paid for a stand. I'm wow. telling you, and we had blasted the entire new lag with posters. Every class there was poster in the classrooms. Would my guy and I would carry bucket. How do you get funding? Funny enough, he used this his his money for the hostel. (laughs) (laughs) So I was sleeping around, sleeping here, sleeping there. Seriously, wow, talk about dedication. It was was a very crazy journey. Talk about dedication. He slept here, he slept there. He didn't have a place to stay in school because he used his own uh, his money was supposed to use for the hostel. I was able to get a couple of. uh, couple of um, do in as do, well yeah. then those are some of the other guys i mentioned as well that we we mm-hmm. shout, that, out to, that, shout out to yeah shout out to yemi deroju shout out to yomi Suino. these are my guys yeah you know, worked all of this together they were able to bring in some money as well too so uh, i tell you that the first person that paid for 
a stand at that exhibition paid three days to the event wow but not paid for the venue did you did you get up to the 500 and something vendors that you were asking for i said we didn't achieve 10 percent i think we actually we actually got about i think 23 yeah wow so but you know you know the thing about it is that it was a learning curve at the end of the day it was just that oh you guys actually pulled this thing off pulled this that off, was yeah. what people now started saying you know three days to the event we had them there was this um printing company then digiprint yeah digiprint yeah they actually sponsored us they did a banner for us a massive banner you approached them yeah we approached everybody, everybody. we approached everybody we met with mds we met the we met the guy that is coordinating sony in nigeria but a meeting with him it was like that sony does not participate in any exhibition that is not to five years and I've told him that okay, we'll come back in five years' time. Did you go back in five yeah, years? Yeah, we did. Did they, did they give yeah. you? No, 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 they didn't come because uh, it wasn't necessary their audience. Wow. So they didn't come. But, you know, it's the first event Etsala sponsored in Nigeria was our event. Etsala, Etsala, Etsala. The moment they came to Nigeria, yes. the first event they ever sponsored in Nigeria was our trade fair. Wow. The MD was there. They built, his, they built a house. You know, they built a house at the event. You know, we had we had artists, we had Banky W perform, we've had Vector, we had Benga Day Inca. We what was the name of the event? Student Trade Fair now. Student Trade Fair, yes, 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 you yes, know. yes, he told me. We said somebody even sent me there's somebody that was a was like a junior to us in school then. He actually sent me a flyer of the first edition we did. He kept it, he had the physical copy, he kept it since then. He sent wow. it to me like um two years ago. And that's twenty twenty one. He yeah. had it since two thousand and six. Wow, I don't even have the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did how did student trade fair uh, metamorphosis into, into? I mean, because one would think that okay, you were going to go on a path to being a an event promoter. Yeah, um, an event promoter, a show promoter. How did how did that metamorphose into what we what know as Zoko now? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> along the line, we also realized that. Um, the moment we started doing trade fair and it was it seemed successful like it was working then you had every tom dinaka tom di canary mm-hmm. of course wanted, wanted to start doing trade fair. Yeah. and the whole idea for what we wanted to do was that you had this trade fair once in a year so it created you were supposed to create this huge buzz mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. it where you have people come from yabate people come from uh, fce people come from uh, federal college of technology but yeah. they were all come to you like it was always jam-packed and everything but the moment once there is any whole week, every hostel is having a trade fair. A trade fair. So you have about which was not the case before. Which wasn't the case before. Wow. Wasn't existing before. So the moment that started happening, by the time you now want to have that grand event, people are already fat- people are already, already fatigued, fatigued. and then actually funds would have been exactly. Into- so we realized that you know there has to come a time when sometimes if something is not working, you have to metamorphose into something else. Mm. So all of that years, all of those years, we still had other things we were doing because we the, the platform opened up other channels for us. Right. We started, you know, running marketing campaigns for companies. We had marketing campaigns for GTB. Wow. You know, we took GTB to 29, 25 campuses nationwide. The first campaign GTB ever had, we were the one that put it together. That's um, GT Create. Yeah, we yeah. created a product for them. Wow. We created a product, created the campaign around the product, everything around it. You know, so we it, it took us into a different uh, realm. But you know, in 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 that in that in that industry, one of the key things that is important in that industry is to have retainers. Mm. When you have retainers, you have, it's just like you have um, it's like lawyers. When you have people that have already paid you for a, like a whole year, they mm-hmm. paid your service for a whole year or two years. You get 
but it's always difficult to get retainers you get so you're always but, but why was that so then if you end up you end up leaving why it was always difficult was because most of those kind of deals at the end of the day it doesn't necessarily come from sitting there in the boardroom <laughs> yeah true, my point true, uh-huh. true. so they already have, probably have some guys on some the guys on, on, on they yeah. just bring you on board to just do one project yeah so you, you find out you're living on project to project you're living on project to project so along the line seeing all seeing what those exhibitors would do at the event and one exhibitor would tell me that ah, i saw three million in like i'm like in unilag what the hell we said we organized events yeah, we don't we get three million. <laughs> <laughs> you know so what what, what, what was where we're making where we really seeing the money in the event was when we get sponsors sponsors yeah you get my point so the one we went to when when we wanted to go outside of lagos when we wanted to go outside of lagos the first bank sponsored about five schools so we took them to Unila, uh, UI, Uniben, Unilorin, Unical. So, but along the line, we realized that we needed a product, right? That we could do something like what these guys that come mm-hmm, to our mm-hmm. event were doing. So we're always constantly looking at different products. We had some some of them come to be looking at it. We never even looked at clothing. It was never our direction to direction. go into clothing. We just wanted to do something. You get my point. So, so down the line. Um, I'm curious to know how you were able to juggle all of that with schoolwork. Yeah, I'm sure school was because school was. No, you carry two and come <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, that's, you, you have to take one. Like, one yeah, of them yeah, has to balance, suffer for the other. Suffer, you get, yeah, uh, people will be writing exams. Who will be carrying? Who will be carrying bucket of starch up and down in school, pasting posters everywhere. They were having an exam in like when last week running, you know, it, ads and ads, everything. Yeah. They push you come. So we enter some classes and go and paste posters. People were looking at us like this guy is crazy. But you know the first one, eh, what, the, what happened was the first edition, all the guys we knew in like then that were friends and everybody tell them about what we were doing, they were like, oh God, we'll go drink for OJs or something. They were really, really interested. Interested, yeah. Because they didn't see how you were going to pull it off. They didn't understand yeah. where, the, where is the drive, what are you trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But believe me, when we did the first one and it happened and they saw that this thing was happening, this thing, well, this actually is a everybody thing. came, everybody wanted to wear a tag and be like, I'm part of the organizers. And all of them brought their cars for the us to paste posters on their cars. So it was, you know, you had about we had about twenty cars posted posters on posters them. Posters on yeah. So the other thing you're asking me the other day about the sticker thing, the stickers, it's something yeah. that we've always been doing. Wow. So all those cabs in Unilag, that dashboard, we'll go and paste our flyers on it. When you enter inside, sit down, you see the you flyer. See it. So we negotiate with those cab guys. Yeah. We'll paste it on the dashboard. We'll paste it on their chairs. So the entire school will know that something is happening. Something is buzzing. No. So. So along the line, like I said, um, there was one of the editions we had in like and um, there was this brand then that was owned by Jumia, Kemo. Kemo, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they had a stand. So every day they would bring um, different exhibitors to the event. So there was a day they brought a lady. She sells um, Converse. Okay. All-star Converse. All-stars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it. I'm like, ah, man, this butter makes sense. So you get. And she was selling for two grand. I'm like, I can't All-stars be two grand. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't. I'm sure she was bringing it to mass. You know, it didn't, it didn't balance in my head. I can't this thing be How much? How much were you? Did you know that they sold, that they sold it? Uh, so, I I just figured out that the shoe should probably be like maybe like fifteen grand, ten grand. From all those talk to me, talk to me, yeah, those, collectibles uh, and LOP, LOP brand yeah, that we back in the So day. for two grand, I'm like ah, no, it didn't make it. And she was selling like Piotta. She was the only brand they brought three times, three days back to back. She was selling like. 300 pairs a day wow yeah even like a loan yeah it was crazy so at the end of the day i just called her come give us a number let's do something together so we approached her and we said you know what then on the average where do you sell your 
production like it sells on she just it sells on Gmail and then came everybody was selling on Gmail and came back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. So like you know what then give us some of your products, we'll sell for you. We're not gonna sell it on whatever platform you are already. Mm-hmm. Give us at that two grand. This is how Zoku started though. Give us a two grand and we'll sell for three K. So you know the price of selling. You know the price of selling. Not selling next to Bitly. Give us a two K. We sell at three grand. The only thing is that we're not going to give you money up front. Is as we sell, we will remit. You give it to sell remit. She was like, ah, hey, she doesn't know. So blah blah blah. I was like, but you came to our event now. <laughs> at least you saw what we can do. So it's not like you think that it was cameras or anything. She was like, ah, no. She would think about it. Like you know, what, can you come to our office? At least know our office space. When you know our office. You know, you we, oh you, you you already had an office then yeah, yeah we already had an where office. this was after we we're done we had an office in Fadi oh wow we had an office in Fadi we started Zoku from there but we never okay. put the address on address page oh because, okay you know there was this negative intonation that came with Fadi Fadi yeah so that's why we never did that so she came to our office but the day she came to the office as she landed in the office like this she, when she opened the door she entered the first thing she saw she saw a roll up banner that put Converse three thousand. You already do, you already we don't do banana now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We wanted her to understand that we're very serious, serious about it. Serious about it. So yeah. we don't already run banner, put arm for day. So she was like, ah, I've never agreed to give you guys this thing. You guys are done banner. I was like, you need to understand what we are trying to achieve here. It's doable. And then from then on, she was like, okay, she agreed. She gave us about maybe like 80 pairs of converse that day. Then we just started, drove to Lut, drove to Yunlag, started driving around. And this was from, and you know what then? I think for a lot of us that are into this you know, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship yeah. we need to understand that sometimes eh, you might not necessarily be on that high horse. Hmm. The horse might have an injury. Uh, yeah. If you come down, but you can't stop. Hmm. You have to keep moving. And I'm telling you, we will put Converse in, our, in the boot of our car and drive to Unilag, drive to Luth. This was this was us that we had put together events it that had Vector, that had Bengadeinka, Goldie, all these guys. They come there to perform. We don't pay anybody anything. I'm telling you. And you had organized stores for GTB, Access Bank, First Bank, but that thing wasn't coming. We had to do something else. Something else, yeah. You get my point. So you can't be like, ah, because you don't day let me level ten, and then you find yourself down. You can't do. So. We had to do something else. So we we'll go to those places, and somebody that knew us on path like, ah, now they sell shoe, Baba. They sell shoe. Copay dot com, man. <laughs> 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 you gotta get this money, man. So it's not about ah, you were doing this before. You can't do that. Yeah. That doesn't it doesn't make any sense what you're doing before. The reality is that you're here now. You need to get something done. So we we started selling the converse from school to school. So luckily for us, we're driving past um, Idiroko, Anthony. Okay. There's this Lasso campus there. Yes. So in the second semester, they're writing their exams, so people graduate. And then final year in our exams, they always wear this color, color shirt. Color shirt, yeah. It was just a perfect timing. We just came with the converse. We had about almost 20 colors. So it was just a perfect timing. We just parked by their gate. People just come, oh, we're wearing blue on Thursday. Give they me blue bring- stickers. Give me this. So we parked there in less than two hours. We sold like 50. Wow. You know, and then we'll go to day star church on Sunday mornings. We we're already there set up by 7 a.m. On every day star, we sell like almost 100 at day star. Easy PC every Sunday. So we're selling close to 500 every month, or if oh. no more. 
had still that three three grand. Three grand, yes. And we so we're remitting money to her every other month. Every other month, okay. We're remitting money to her. So uh, every other month, every other day. So if, if, she, if she on Monday we'll pay her for whatever we sold on Saturday and Sunday. From Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll pay her on Monday. Okay. And Wednesday again. We are that Monday already collecting something else. She's collecting money. Then Wednesday we'll send her money again for what we sold Monday, Tuesday. Wow. We'll collect another we'll collect more orders again. By Friday, we'll send money to her again. She'll bring more orders. At the time she stopped selling on Kmon. Because you guys were like she couldn't mean she, she was couldn't selling like her. maybe hundred a month on Jumia. We were already selling like close to five hundred for her. Wow. She just stopped selling and just supplied us and she was doing makeup class and doing some other <laughs> things you get. You know, she just she just went on by her way and started doing those stuff. And then later on, um, I think the, there was a change in government, yeah. And the dollar after occupying after occupying Nigeria, mm-hmm. the dollar skyrocketed. So changed the price of the product in the market. We couldn't sell at three grand, three grand again. because the yeah. cost of the product before then before then what happened was that the places we we're going to sell it started getting saturated so you need to you need to follow that trend as a business person you need to understand your market and also no one statistics yeah switch switch yeah. so lasso they were done with the exams it was dipping the other time we sold and sold and sold in they start so much so that Everybody they start knows us. Somebody somebody has already like eight, nine pairs of pumpers. <laughs> <laughs> and people will give it as gifts. You know, so it was already saturating. So from selling like a almost a hundred every Sunday, they started selling maybe seventy. It was dropping to like sixty. Yeah, a lot of the missionary Like this thing is already saturated. We need to move to somewhere else. So it's like okay, let's move to Facebook. So if you selling from WhatsApp and Facebook, we didn't have an Instagram account then. We sent from WhatsApp and Facebook. So we told this lady, I see, yeah, you know what then? But we already, we already understand the concept of running ads on Facebook mm-hmm. because we used to run ads for our trade fair. Yeah. So like, you know what? Let's um, let's. Why don't you instead of collecting two thousand naira for this stuff, let's give you one eight. So the two hundred naira on it, we'll take it and add it to ads. They will take two hundred naira from our one thousand naira. Okay. And add to the ads. So, so four hundred so. bucks automatically going to goes into ads. Ads, yeah. So because this thing is saturating, so we need to create a new market new for market. it. It's going to cost money, and it's going to be very difficult to take it from to take all of that money from that you know thousand grand. You need to put in something. She was like, no, she 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 just get no grill. She like lie, like see, you know what thing. We kind of people that we like to, when we say things, we like to stick with stick what we say. With, that yeah. integrity, did it, you know. But you have to understand something. It's gonna be difficult to continue moving on with you. If you if you're not you can, this is like this thing is a breaking point. Move get, ground, move the, ground. The yeah. Things have changed. You're not still. You're not losing. You're not making. A, you're not making any stress. Just reduce this thing so this thing can keep going. And we too, we are also going to be chipping chim- chim- mm-hmm. in. It's not like mm-hmm. we're not chipping. We're chipping in, but we need to shed this weight. You get because if the weight is on us so much. It's not gonna make then it's not gonna worth it anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like nah, she's not gonna do that. We're like, see, we'll be lying. We don't taste blood. <laughs> so because we, we didn't we've always had this internet, we already decided that she wasn't bringing this thing down from us in Nigeria. We felt that she was she was she was getting this thing in Nigeria. Mm. But she never wanted to tell us what she was getting, like no problem. Like, you know what then? We were you ever curious as to know where she was getting it initially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From day one, that was always something else. We always asked her, she was like, ah, she's moving from China. She was bringing from China. So initially, she would bring, she would drive down to her office. She was staying around that um, Abilegba side. 
So she would drive down to our office to mm-hmm. bring the the converse to our office. But when the order and the supply was the demand was getting so high, mm-hmm. sometimes we could not even wait for her to drive down from a but for the drive a, 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 a GRA or something, yeah, transload the ground. car. You get you start waiting for her. So we always felt like every time so in our there was not a pattern that anytime she wanted us to meet, she will, she would want us to meet in GRA. So we felt like Maybe she was getting this thing around, around this, this, this area. But yes. we we're really sure where she was getting it from. So the moment she said she wasn't gonna, you know, drop down the price, we're like, okay, you know what? This thing can't work anymore. I mean, time to cut off the middle so she, man took, she took her stuff and then we just woke up and like, guy, let's go to Lagos Island. Let's go and look for this thing. This thing has to be in Lagos. So we went to Lagos Island, started walking around. We just saw those boys with the mandalas, mandalas, you want to buy something. So guy, come, I will give you five K. Carry me go here. They bring and they bring this thing in, and they started working in the market. They get took us everywhere, even to the major suppliers of things that we didn't need. Why wasn't that an option initially? Like I said, it was it was the ability to stick to what was was was, was already working. Yeah, okay, that's one. Okay. Two, we're not spending any money. She was doing all the legwork. She was one bringing all the so she was yeah. least, she was covering the capital. The capital part. We weren't spending any money on right, capital, so it made right. a lot of sense to my to, own to, part. To, right, right, right. She gave my point. So now after cutting her off meant that we didn't start putting money into money it. Into we weren't putting it. any money into it before. Right, initially, point. Yeah. So we had gotten to that point that the thing was sending a whole lot. Like, oh my, this thing has to reduce. This thing is making a lot of sense. I literally got married on Converse. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, Baba. I literally got married. We were only calling Zoku then. It wasn't Zoku. The yeah. name had not come up. I didn't come up. But okay. we were already in the journey of, you know, fashion and yeah. all that. You know, so... And we're still doing our trade fair, mind you. Okay. So we'll, take, we'll have a stand at the trade fair and we're selling our Converse there. So, um, question. Inter- student trade fairs and your regular trade fairs for international were, were, there, were, there, any, were, there, were there any different? Um, difference is the audience. W- w- okay. W- was that good in a good way or in a not so good way? Was it less round? Was it rowdier? Was it was it was it easier to manage? Because because you know I'd ask that how come you didn't metamorphose student trade fair into something like fashion soup mm-hmm. or a GT <clears throat> Food and drink, or what, or like a so normal. We, we, we actually tried to, even then, we tried to do something outside of the campus. There was an event we created then, it was called the Shutdown. Okay. We used to put it together every December. We had one, we had about two editions. We had one in um, Oriental. Okay. We had one in uh, Jerry. Then this event was, this this event popped up then, uh, La Pate Mache. La Pate Mache, yes. Yes, remember La Pate. You, yeah. you, you organized that? No, no, no. There was, oh, it was a lady that it was a lady, yeah, okay. Get, okay. So, was around that time we did the shutdown right. so what we realized was that the audience is different mm. so we understood the student market because we came from putting together as students mm-hmm. so we knew what they wanted right so now transforming that into the general populace was a different thing entirely okay so we realized that events like la petit mache fashion soak it was more of a, a communal event Okay. So I would think that uh, um, somebody like uh, the person that put together the repetition machine, she has a community that she's belonged okay. to. Okay. So okay. you can get her. Exhib- she, once she gets the exhibitor, she doesn't need a lot. It's just a like fashion soak. For yeah. me, the organizer of fashion soak, she has a huge impact in the community. The that community, she yes. Because one of the things I noticed at that event that we met, you know, was that you had a lot of people from the age of forty-five upwards. Upwards, yes. 
you know, hardly you really go to events and you see 65 year old, you know, 70 year olds going around with shopping it's, bags. It's on five year old woman stop by a stand and I'm like, <sighs> so that's what I'm trying to say. You don't do ads. Ads when you put a billboard up, it's not going to bring those people down there. True, true. You know, I get my point. It, it, it has to be a, like a familiar terrain. Exactly. So I think she has somebody that you. She had that. Yeah. She has that. Uh, that that that. that, that well, that community like you. Yeah, right, she has that community. It. So when we try to do that shutdown. Because we didn't have that community, it didn't work. Mm. We had access to people that wanted to sell. You get, but bringing that community was a different thing entirely. Right, right. And it's always one. We just noticed that uh, we did the first one, it didn't work. We did the second one, it didn't work. I think we did three times. We did one in the rental. We did another one in the Get Arena. Okay. Yeah. They also had that we used the um, we partnered with Adam and Eve in GRA. Yeah. Because we realized okay, Adam and Eve is in that space. You know, another is the luxury is a luxury, luxury spot you get. Yeah. So we used Adam and Eve. These people still weren't coming. So it was obvious that it was more than just ads. You needed to, you know, be in that community. Community, to get yeah. These people. So yeah. we just put out we just we just shut it off. Shut it down. You shut down the shutdown. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you shut down the shutdown. You shut down the shutdown. Okay, so so let's let's talk about the last six years of Zoko. Um I mean, you, you 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 have a very unique brand in terms of. First of all, let me. I must say, your customer services is hundred um, percent. Uh, and I and I say that because I mean, I've dealt with a lot of Nigerian brands, and I see that if I if, even with us, even with my my even even with outspoken, just the minimum that you do, people will say, "Oh, I love your customer service," and I tell them, "I didn't do anything extraordinary, no." So how how did I mean we we were on the converse journey? Um, so how did you feel you needed to now diversify in terms of products? Um, and I mean you do you do a wide range. Uh, Zoku does a wide range of things. Um, Zoku does Ankara pants, espadrilles, t-shirts. Do you make your own sunglasses? Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Sunglasses, wristwatches. So you're literally an urban, yeah. an, an urban brand. How did that? How did how did that metamorphose into that? And it looks to me like you are still turning towards the young and young, the 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 the, the young and upwardly. No, not young and upwardly, because that's like the 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 young people. Why 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 has that been your target consistent target market because j- along the line you find that from your student trade fair to the shoes you're selling to what you're doing now the young people seems to be your target market why so um so i think it's because we've always believed in the ability to put things to numbers okay so if we look, because like i said we look at we always look at things from a very big perspective we yeah. would have sold those converse for Ten grand, that, yeah, but we won't have sold five hundred pairs. True. My first, my first Converse, Converse in two thousand and six, two thousand seven. I bought it for ten thousand. Yeah. I had people that would come and buy a Converse. Then I had friends that would buy the Converse. <laughs> They're going to resell they it. Get all these uh, <laughs> uh, Christian Dior carrier bag. We just put that inside spray perfume. Don't face lucky. Ah, my uncle don't come. <laughs> and we sell it for fifteen grand. Wow. So what I realized, what I realized then was that a lot of people wanted these things, but they didn't really care if it was a knockoff or was a replica. A replica, yeah. Just wanted to look good. Yeah. But we found ourselves in that space. It wasn't because we searched for it. We saw the opportunity. Saw the opportunity, yeah. And we tapped into it. 
and even at then we always wanted to push it we always, we always like to do things big you get my point so in the process of pushing the converse we also realized that it was going to be very difficult to push converse as a whole because this is a brand that belongs to somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. You get my point. So we needed to create something that we used to sell the, the, the converse. So when we left the girl, we found that we found the place to sell the converse. Uh, Finally. Story. Guess how much she was buying it? Just take a wild guess. One thousand. Uh, Eight hundred. Seven hundred bucks, man. Wow. And she wasn't willing to give up two hundred. Wow. Yeah. She was getting for seven hundred bucks. Did she ever find out that you found the place? We jammed there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The day I got the place. We went to Ireland. No, I was telling you we on the island. Mm-hmm. We, we located... So that guy took us to one guy, major guy in, in the island that brings in stuffs. We met the guy. We had a conversation with the guy. The guy was like, oh, this guy, what you guys do? I know somebody that brings this thing in now. So the guy, person is not on the, on the island. If you need this thing, it's not on the island. He just called somebody in Osho, the arena. He just called the guy. I said, I have some guys there that are coming to meet you. I was just coming for Lagos Island that day. We just faced um, Oshodi. Uh, Osho, yeah, we got to Oshodi. And then we met the guy. And the guy was like, what we want to buy, he doesn't sell. He sells Converse. Yeah. But he doesn't sell in the way we want to way buy. Way you want to buy. He sells it in cartons. It comes in the carton about 30. There are 30 in the carton. So so, so she was buying it by the carton. No. So there's somebody else that buys who from buys him. Who buys from him? Who now, now, she now sells, sells pieces. as pieces? Okay. So you can then go and buy that person in whatever size you or whatever like. Whatever size, okay. So he now took us to that person that buys that, you know, that right. she buys from. So we met the guy, oh, he's okay, no problem by tomorrow i'll come with my list because we have a list of right. sizes we want and the colors i'm like okay i'll come with my list tomorrow to come get me this stuff from you and the next day i got there as i was entering the shop like get off i don't come the person that was right in front of her was the lady and she turned around she saw me I'm like hey, what's up i greeted her what's up i did now my guy i see my list for you <laughs> did she did she did, did she, she didn't buy anything anymore wow she left i felt bad you get not because i did something wrong but i just felt bad like you lost all of this yeah, opportunity. Yeah, over, you get over, over 200, 200 bucks. Nah, you get yeah. beating so much more. So much more, yeah. You know, we even found that thing to the point that we're getting for 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah, that's how deep we went to deep, the market. Yeah. We would go to trade fair, international trade fair. And I keep telling anybody that wants to bring anything to Nigeria today, you want, you want to sell anything first of all, tell you that guy, go into the market. Make your findings. Check first. You'll be shocked that he's already there. And the price of bringing it in is definitely ridiculously than cheaper than what you will so get. Go into the market, look at it first before you decide that you want to bring anything mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. outside. You get it. Because these guys work with the containers and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So their pricing is going to be very, 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 different very different. Yeah. So even from then, the moment we entered the market, I was started getting directly from myself. I started introducing other things into it, Nike stickers, Yeezys, and all of that. We had a website that had suits. All of these things we're selling now. We had it on the website. Right. But the problem was it wasn't our brand. It was we were selling different different stores. other other people's brands. You get, yeah, you know. So we were, we were struggling with it, trying to put it together. How do we go about this? Then the the dollar crash happened. Yeah, I think it jumped to like three hundred. So it changed the dynamics of what we're doing. You were doing. Converse. So the moment it changed that, we realized that come, we need to look internally. If we look internally, we might be able to get things. At a lower price and then be able to you know produce why was it why was it why was it important to have your own stamp on our own name your own name yes why was this why, so, why why was this that important because i mean i mean there, there are other people that gladly sell other yeah. people and they are cool with it like there's no yeah so the, like i said i said one thing the other time when you look at the global space the people that do other people's stuff and people that do their stuff who's always bigger people that do their stuff 
So that's the perspective we always come from. The student trade fair then, we pushed it so much that everybody knew the name in lag. In all the school we go to, when they see, ah, student trade fair, don't come. They knew us by that name. They knew we always it was always it was always a thing that we always wanted to push to whatever push. we we're doing to the highest level. Highest level. So and you can't do that if it's other yeah, people. Exactly. So yeah. it's always difficult yeah. for us to do that with people stuff. Stuff, yeah. You get you have people that have done very well, even internationally, people like um um sports direct and all yeah. that. They're doing mm-hmm. real good. But you can't compare sports directors as are they're not on the same magnitude, even though the sport direct is selling for everybody. For everybody, yeah. They're not even close at all. You get mm-hmm. my point. So that that we those are kind of people that we look at and be like, okay, we want to do what this guy is doing, right? And then amplify it from amplify where it. we are. Right. I get my point. Right. So when we started doing all of that, we put the suit, we put everything on the website, and then at the end of the day, that wasn't really working for us. We're always having some issues. Oh, what you brought didn't look like what I wanted. This and that. Mm-hmm. You know those regular stories that come yeah. with online stuff. So we're like, come. Let's shut all of this thing down. So we brought everything down on the website. So let's go internally. We now started producing locally. Hmm. Started producing locally. We started producing locally. We brought everything down. And then we started producing locally too. Because of the trust, they now are trying. That's the difference between building a name and selling something that's already existing. existing yeah. So I don't know Zoko. Why would I buy your slippers? Okay, I've seen your I've seen your post online. I want to buy it. Why should I give my Why money? Why should I give my money? Yeah. So that was one of the first major Challenge. challenges we had to we had to go we had to we had to we had to clear the issue of ah I don't want to give my money. So we actually didn't want to be a store, a working store. We didn't want to have a working store. The okay. idea was to just sell strictly online. Right. When we wanted to sell online, the, the model we designed from the get-go was to sell online via the website and all of that. But at the same time, people didn't people still had that trust issues. So somebody go to the website and order or make some place on order. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, pay now. Long oh, thing. Ah, I don't know you people, you people carry my money around. So we okay, we're not say okay, don't worry, let's offer pay or delivery. Because we also realized that in the in the in the in the market then, one of the things that um Jimia used to break the market was pay on delivery. Yeah, and I think he, he, some there's some certain things that happen there eh, that we don't look at holistically. What they did then, eh, it changed the dynamics of where e-commerce would have been going to. It forced everybody to do pay on delivery. Pay on delivery, yeah. You get my point. It worked. It had a whole lot of things that made it work. You get. It's like most people are struggling to push traffic to their websites. I don't know. Why people prefer to shop on WhatsApp and Instagram now to go to the website and not to go to the website. I believe personally believe that BBM and Facebook halted that transformation. That dynamic, yeah. Yes. I think that's what I believe. We were at a stage where we wanted to move to the website in Nigeria, but BBM came, Facebook came, and people were selling from those platforms. Yeah. So it, it didn't allow a lot of people to move to that website uh, space, yeah. start shopping from there. You get so we did POD, but it wasn't working, it almost ruined us. Yes, I was going to say because you what you find is a lot of people would see what see it and say, Nah, this is not what I want to return yeah. it. But you've made it already, you've made it already now. You're not getting there now, yeah. So, 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 how did you, how did you navigate? One. That was even one. Uh, there was somebody that you called, you're calling them all this journey. So, we, we have a board, we'll draw everything we want to do, yeah. With. And he has a very elaborate board in his office. We'll call them, say, Okay, so every, every other day, the order is going to be ready in five to eight days. You place your order on the first day, 
second they will call you your other is in production give you a status of the so you literally just you handhold them, them in the process yes. yeah and then the day of delivery you call them now okay well, they're coming to deliver say no problem and this patch person will get there and call forever and don't pick again <laughs> so we now started ending up with having products products that were never table, picked up and we never wanted we didn't have a store to push those products yeah so it was a problem and then some people wanted to come to our store they wanted to come to your space they want to know where your office is yeah i mean trust you issues get. so we forced ourselves to change dynamics from pod to at least deposit deposit on even the 5k hmm. because if you're 5k this one way you know if you, you, forget. you know if you forget yeah but we also realized that for that to happen we needed something that would make them feel like they trust us and when we we're selling the converse we already had a relationship with someone like alibaba oh okay he, he used to, to buy from you guys but for more than he also retweeted our post several times on on a uh, on twitter twitter okay so we made we made stuff for him and sent it down to him and he gladly accepted it wore it we post it on our page that alibaba so those things kind of like create this yeah brand trust. brand trust yeah, yeah 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 and then we appeared on a couple of tv shows like a tvc morning program we post it on the page so when people come to the instagram page they can see that oh something is happening here mm-hmm. you get and then we started seeing people that would just make a deposit started making a deposit so we started transforming from that pod pod to so we we just talk to you have to make a deposit if you're not making a deposit then we ain't gonna do we're not gonna do it and then from there on so the more we started pushing um the name and appearing on different uh, mm-hmm. publicity channels we started growing from deposit to 50 percent and from 50 percent to you have to pay you have to pay paying, forget about it <laughs> because we now felt we had gotten to a point where we are sure we're going to deliver, deliver to, you. to you you can see all our page see people there see all the story there as a matter of fact, even when we started doing you know, Made in Nigeria, we still had to bring down our website because we were still having this, uh, it's an internet picture. It hmm. doesn't look like what I heard. Out out, yeah. We had to start taking pictures with things that made them feel like it was real. Like what? So in front of our office, video office now, make a uh, person they sell onions, they roll in wheelbarrow. We'll go and slap our product on it. Oh, we'll go to that Friday bridge. We'll take a picture. You see a yellow, a, taxi, a yellow taxi passing. passing. You get, so when you see the picture, oh, this is Lagos. This is if Lagos. you are not in, in Lagos, you don't live in Lagos, you know this is Lagos. We need to create that reality in that right, product. You right, know, so we right. and then we studied these other brands internationally. Like I said, we always want to do things on the big stage. On the big stage, yeah. We studied these international brands and realized that it wasn't all the time they needed to take pictures in the studio. You will go to baby uh, all these um, even the luxury brands and all of that. It's not the time they take pictures with uh, the yachts and the supercars. Sometimes they take pictures in places that you'd be like, that you don't want to take pictures from. How can yeah. you take picture here? Because they know that what they are, the story of what they're saying is that no matter how this place looks like, when we bring our thing here, it elevates it. Elevates, yeah. I guess my point. So we were trying to transmit that into our own uh, image. So because we was like, we realized that in this journey, you also need to have somebody that you're looking up to. True. So we've seen them, okay, in the entire Africa, I feel like the entire Africa, there is no brand, there is no fashion brand that is known by everybody that is an African brand. Hmm. You can take off the top of your head, tell me one African brand that everybody knows. Yeah, you're very right. It's not existing. So that is the that's the, that's the ultimate goal of Zoko. Yeah. Wow. The biggest fashion brand in Nigeria, from Africa all over the world. Okay, so in your brand offering, are you thinking of extending? Because I mean, I was at your office yesterday and I saw bags. So, um, what what will your 
what will your um brand offering you will continue to develop your brand your brand of, of, of offering i mean that is a given but the point the, because i asked i'd asked before about your target market which is the urban the young will that change anytime soon is that always going to be the focus the audience yes the audience the audience i don't see the audience changing the audience is an audience that it will continue it doesn't, it doesn't elapse true will continue the young there's a, a graduation ceremony there's a, yes the young will always be yeah, yeah. they're always yeah. coming in you know they're always coming in and um and i think um in a in, in a couple of years to come maybe like anytime soon we're developing a strategy whereby we can have products that are quite affordable affordable to people we see ourselves as an affordable brand currently yeah looking at our um, quality versus quality, um, you know, pricing, pricing and yeah. also the age group that actually like that you're shopping, you're shopping yes. so but at the same time we're also trying to you know develop a product in such a way that uh, you know students will be able to afford us right because we want to create a long life partnership mm-hmm. with our audience audience yeah so you start using us from a very young age as you're growing, you're growing. You're growing, you're yeah. With you. Right. So the thing about us is this: um, somebody that is earning, say, a hundred grand now, a hundred k a month, that person probably won't be able to afford a shoe of, uh, say, twenty something k. Yeah. But a person has an occasion. That's the that's the that's the strata the person will gonna fall into mm-hmm. i get my point so where we stand is that that person sees us and be like oh i would like to wear this people's this stuff, people's stuff at, when for is that, when this, is that, for that, that stage? occasion yes when, when I is get, at that yeah. stage if that person moves beyond that stage to like say a 200 our shoe will be like his regular shoe right he's now looking at buying a shoe of like maybe 150 yes. 200k for those occasions occasions no yeah. problem keep going up, up and getting those shoes but we will always remain in that person's wardrobe because uh, of our price point price point yeah. we we'll always be in his wardrobe we we'll always be in his wardrobe so you with there was a video of um this guy recently that had the birthday party um um this uba guy i can't remember Tony, to, uh, mr tony lumelu he wore pants now oh for real yeah he wore pants pants just 16 five Wow. I'm sure somebody gifted gifted it to you yeah, because yeah. we searched and searched, we couldn't see where Ooh, he bought where? it from us. But we, we looked at our data and realized okay, somebody bought it around this time in Banana Island. We checked and all that. You know, we're able to I'm sure I'm sure you there. I'm sure you use that image uh, of as course in... not. of course now. You have to you have to you have to do what you have to do now. Yeah. He posted it, it was really nice, you get. So but the thing is what I'm saying is that someone like that can still wear our product, even though yeah. it's a billionaire. Yeah. You get my point, he can still wear our product. So irrespective of the strata you are will still fall in line for you to be able to you know right accommodate us so he's not he's not a he's not a young person now yeah he's not uh, yeah. but in age he's not young but in terms of style he is most people at the end of the day are young when it comes to style at heart even yeah. as we're sitting down here like this our we don't feel like we're our age, age yeah it's only our body that really that will tell you but in your mind and all of that, you don't, you, you still remain young. You get my right, point. Right. So we, our product, our product is is designed to, our brand is designed to be a long life partner mm. of you know whoever decides to come across us. 
Okay, so there's another thing I wanted to. I mean, when you spoke, I mean, data is very big for your company. Um, I, I mean, I didn't really realize it. That, I mean, you literally know. I mean, you just said it now when, um, you said when uh, Mr. Olumelu, you were checking to see who bought it. You later found out that how important is data for African entrepreneurs? Because I know that that is one thing that is absolutely missing. If you talk to an average person, the lady. That you bought the converse for she probably doesn't know how many pieces how many units she sells she, she just she knows that she's I'm, she's, I'm, she's I'm selling def- I know she doesn't. so how, how important is how, when at what point do you realize that data is important to grow this business and data is what we need to where to go where, where we're going to um there were a lot of mistakes we made in our first business and part of those mistakes were inability to take proper accounting and the uh, data of what we're doing and I just spend the money. Yeah, you blow that, you get. And as a young guy, I make quite a lot of money, you get. But, you know, um, we, when, when we decided to do, go to this direction, yeah. we started taking the data at a very, very early stage. Early stage, yeah. And I told my guy, I said, see, the thing that is going to make this business different from what we've done before is this data and accounting. Hmm. So my office now, for example, what we do is this: from the get-go, from the moment we started Zoku and named the brand Zoku. How did you come about the name Zoku? We're trying, you know, because we started at, we, like I said, you no, know, I told you that the website before we had all of this, everything, mm-hmm. restructured. And so when we brought everything down, we're like, you know what, eh? let's people know us for one thing first. Let's okay. do one thing and be very good at it. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows us for that thing. It's easier for us now to start giving them other offerings. Yeah. So we now stuck to shoes. So initially it was Zoku shoes. Yeah, we remove the shoes. Does it, does, it, does, it, does 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 Zoko mean something? So, or is it, an amalgamation it, it, of names? No, 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 really. So, it's funny enough. Eh, we're just sitting there in the office trying to come up with a name. Like, what name can we call it? We wanted to come up with a name like easy for people to pronounce and not okay. forget. Yeah. So let's say okay, Kunga, unique, you know, Junior, unique. But that's to be a to it. And right. spoken unique, you get. And then, we wanted something that had a ring of a shoe in it. Mm-hmm. So. We're trying to diffuse a shoe and we're looking at the buckle in the shoe. So we're like, ah, buckle, buckle. You know? So cool. So we came up with Zoko. Then whatever meaning we want to add to what it means is what we will say it means. Hmm. I get my point. But the origin of how we were able to come up with the name is what I'm telling you. Telling you, yeah. That, okay, we wanted this thing to have a ring, ring. of a shoe, a fashion in it. Uh, if you look at this, if you look at the, if you look at the shoe, if you look at our logo, most people might not know it. If you look at our logo, it's a black background. Mm-hmm. The the logo is, is in white. Mm-hmm. By the end of the E, there's a lace, there's a shoelace there. Yes. Yeah, it's orange. Yeah. There's a shoelace there. A lot of people don't notice that. So we, we infuse all of that wow. into that into that uh, into that brand name. So your your colors are black, white, orange. Yeah. Oh wow, wow. So him. So back to what I was saying. Data. I mean, you when we spoke, you said, "Oh, you know how many? You know what size you sold in a particular month?" Like, I'm. I mean, I took. I took. I took uh, lessons. I mean, I'll give you. I'll give an example. Like this um, fashion store that just happened last. I literally had to tell my staff that we need to know the amount of people. Okay. We don't. We didn't have that point. We didn't ha- have. We've, we didn't have con- we didn't have the contact of anybody who has bought we didn't have the number this is the last one the, the last previous one, okay. ones and 
I read somewhere that you cannot grow what you cannot what what, what you can what you cannot you monitor measure, yes, you, 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 you can't what you, what you, what you cannot measure you, you can't grow and yes. it was at that point we told ourselves that you know what we're going to take this we're going to take the d- data of every single person i mean we did it was our first time of doing that and i mean we we, we got some indices right but i see that you've got it on lockdown so um once again although i would also ask why why at that young state what is very important for you to 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 record that much data not just on the surface but intricate details shoe size why 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 was it that important for you at that point and because we we you know when i told you how we started we got into the fashion business mm-hmm. you need to understand that we didn't start with a lot of capital capital yeah so when we now metamorphosed into zoko we still had this mindset that we don't need capital A capital yeah we started zoko with less than 50 grand wow we didn't want to use capital to start to start it, yeah. the business yet. So it was important that data was going to play a lot of role in how we move it. Mm-hmm. What is some? What are they buying? What are they? What do they like? I get my point. So and then previously, like I said, in our previous business, we didn't we didn't take a lot of data. So data, we also yeah. wanted we wanted to do something different, right? But do something different from what. What learn from what we, what we made some mistakes before? How do we af- avoid those pitfalls? Those pitfalls, yeah. You get my point. So we can look back now and say, okay, what did we do in 2006? I can tell you off the top of my head a lot of things we did in 2006, but I cannot show it to you hmm. necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But now I can show you, I can tell you because of what we're taking now, the data we're taking now, I, I put it out there to anybody that is an entrepreneur, you're planning to do anything from the get go make it one of your number one core objectives to take the data of anything that comes across your business it is important it helps you to make you, you might not necessarily take all your decisions using the data mm-hmm. you, can, you will still make you know some creative mm-hmm, decisions mm-hmm. but the data will help you evade some certain pitfalls it will help you evade a whole lot mm. i get my point it you will evade a whole lot so, for example, now you might have a situation where maybe you'll be having some returns in a certain amount, in certain product. Certain product, yeah. If you don't take the statistics of that, how do you know if it is that product or is the material? You need to know what is wrong to be able to fix it. Fix it, yes. I yes. get my point. And then you need to, when you take those data as well, you you it starts to make you. So sometimes we sit in the office and be like, look at the people that are buying from us. When we look at the startup we are taking, we don't take punch. But you can derive the whole law from what do we take? From yeah. The name? Age. The, no, we don't answer for the age. For the age okay. So when you shop from us, we check your page. We just okay, put your range between this age and this age. So we take that age. We take that ourselves. We don't okay. ask the customer for okay. that. So take a name, phone number, location. I get my point. Um the regular contact mm-hmm. information. Contact, yeah. But take that, we take the location. Because location is also important. So for example, when we move to Sule. Only open a store in Sule. We actually preferred the data was telling us to go to Lake uh, to Lekki because we're selling the most in Lekki. Most in Lekki, yeah. But we also realized that it was also important for us to stay close to one of the things that's important was for that. We like to employ people that stay close to work. Yeah. Because when you look at the amount of time you spend in Lagos, yep. it's draining. 
you see that your your staff might actually maybe close work at five, but by two p.m. they shut down already because they're thinking of going. Of how to go home. You get so one of the reasons we chose Surulay was number one, Surulay is an is an hub where everybody in, in Nigeria in Lagos knows about. Knows about yeah. You get and then two, it still has that um, um, view of a place that is not like uh, a Shomolu or a Moshi. You get. We've mentioned the major locations in Lake in Nigeria mm-hmm. in Lagos mm-hmm. today in terms of maybe how high end they are. When you talk of maybe Ikoi, Ileki, Ikeja, Via, there's no how in top five you don't mention Sule. Mm-hmm. So it fits that bill at the time. And the moment we moved into this Sule, the sales in Sule is created like almost a thousand percent. Wow. Because you're taking that statistics, that's how I know. That, that yeah, yeah. So if I don't yeah. take that statistics, I won't know. You won't, you won't, you would have, you would have, you would have probably gotten yeah, the store somewhere else. Selling, yeah, selling. Okay. So you say, get my point. So we know. So for example, now I'm, I'm looking at if you want to open another store now. Where do you open? Do you go to Abuja or do you go to this? It's because of what we're looking at. All these people are buying the most from us. But if you are, if you, I mean, because you have a very online, you have a very big online presence. Do, mm. Would you say location matters? Of course, it does. It does. It really does because even though you're online, you're selling online, you need you still need to have an idea of where people are. The bulk of your buyers come. I give an example. I watched a documentary about um, Timberland. Yes, Timberland was was is an expensive brand. It's yep. a luxury brand. Mm-hmm. Luxury work boots. Don't, yeah. So it wasn't created for the guys that worked way today. <laughs> yeah, I get my point. Yeah. So they had a store in Manhattan. Manhattan is like like Ikoi. So the guys in you know in uh, New York now, in New York, Queens and all of that, once they don't cash out, the guys were doing drugs, they're selling drugs. Once they don't make money, they want to look good. They cross the other side of town to go and shop. To go and shop. So because they want to look good, they want people to look at them as if they have the money have to the buy money. expensive things. They were buying Timberland. They were buying Timberland. And the moment we were buying Timberland, they come back to the neighborhood. People to look the parts exactly oh this is it so people started buying timberlands timberlands to emulate right so before you knew the people that were in the hood are musicians when they had the opportunity to start eating limelight they were wearing timberland. timberland boots and guess what timberland was seeing that trend that they were making a lot of money from this thing but they did not still want to associate their brand with with that audience audience they only did that because fubu was created hmm. fubu came to literally steal yeah that's why it was called for us by us for us by us it came because of that fubu was created because of what timbala so timbala realized that almost these, these people are going to steal they, 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 they were selling like like almost 80 percent of their sales was coming from that direction but you're not even selling to they're not even that's not your audience that's not your audience yeah. so you if you don't take that if you don't take that statistics that's statistics, how will you know they won't know they just feel that they're selling the one day the, the, the world just dry like what happened Right, right, right. What right. made it dry? The dry. You know, somebody that is selling online now that is just delivering, delivering. You don't realize that most of the people that are buying from you are probably maybe in Lekki or Ikoi. All of a sudden, there is a maybe there is a uh, there's an economic meltdown. You get my point. There's an economic meltdown, and then people are probably selling luxury product, and then one of the things people cut out first are so those things are luxury. So if you can't, you're not wondering why they're not buying. Well, they're not, you, yeah. Where are the audience in the first place? When you know where they are, you have an idea of what to do. During COVID, during COVID, we realized that 
that's when we realized that a lot of people were buying from us that were in the offices they were delivering to because the moment covid happened we were still selling during covid mm-hmm. but we were delivering in vi hmm. people were not in their houses we're not delivering in Ijibu, delivering in, uh, because all those people that were driven to before in vi they were not in they were not they were not living in vi they were, not, they were, in, VI. They were so in the office they were telling us we're delivering in vi but these people were not vi they were not residents, residents. in vi so covid made us realize that and even when covid now ended we continue to deliver in all those those places we were delivering during covid because some of those people now had opportunity in all of those places for people to see to, yeah. what our brand looked like so it it helped to now introduce you to another set of exactly. people in different areas exactly. around lagos exactly so wow for, literally data is important i i can tell you that we know the number of mail we sell to every month you need to have an idea of what is going yeah. on in your business yeah. so you need to be able to look at it and say okay why are these people buy because for example now every february valentine yeah, almost every business sells sells yeah anybody that starts a business in february would think that is that's the way it is, is. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is starting february and december you february think that december. is the way it's actually logistics business bro but, but after that See. period what happens to, uh, yeah yeah how this do you this season that everybody in their head they want to buy something mm. Mm. and what we realize is that in february we have a lot of females that buy from us they want to gift there those i'm telling you what we have translated from it they want to gift their husbands and the male people in their lives gifts then in march we see a rise in female buying for themselves uh, why is that? They want to make themselves happy. <laughs> I have done something for you. This time, time it's time for me. Something for myself. Do you, do you see anything with regards to Father's Day, Mother's Day? Yeah, Father's Day, maybe you get. Maybe see, well, men are not really celebrated. We're not, we're not really appreciated. That one, yeah. that's that's the truth. Wow. So that like that match I told you now. What yeah. we we'll now do is that we we'll just ensure that once we entry match, we push out a lot of female designs female designs since they're going to buy now so push something Pushes. for them to buy amazing amazing I mean you're, you're, you're just speaking with you um, tells me that you it's, it's a you are you're a businessman that thinks through like nothing you do is is by coincidence I mean I guess it's by experience you you prepare yourself ahead for um, uh, pitfalls like for instance from student trade fair you see that the market was getting saturated. You moved into Converse. You see that that market was getting saturated. Now is Zoku, and then um, there are different expressions of Zoku. So, what is the? I mean, I want to close, you know, by saying what is what's what's the next five years looking like for Zoku? Um, are you branching out into other countries? Are you um, are you going into other partnerships? into other um are you are, would you would you would you would you would you be looking to partnering with other brands in other countries other regions um what's the what's the, what's the next five to ten years looking like for zoko so our uh, uh, our vision is to be the biggest fashion brand fashion brand in africa loved around the world right okay so in that context uh there are a lot of ways to achieve that there's no one model. One size fits all. Yeah. Everybody, you have a model you're using. Mm-hmm. Have a model, but diff- there are different models mm-hmm. to run a business. So in that direction, we're constantly looking at opportunities. If Apple comes to them and says we should design a case for them, even though we're not a case company, I will design a case for them now. Leather case. Mm. 
all of those things puts you on the map towards the way you want to end yeah. where you want to get to there's no publicity that is bad publicity i guess my point so collaborations is something that is very important for any business you have to do collaborations you have to look forward to everybody's working with influencers nowadays that's yeah. collaboration mm-hmm. so and again there's another thing that we're not we've not really you know um synchronized in nigeria is brand to brand collaborations yep absolutely you know we could decide to maybe partner maybe a cold stone it sounds mm. odd like why would the partner a stone? but design a t-shirt for them now send merchandise in that store and we sell it in our store as yeah well. yeah it's a partnership we get it drives you towards becoming that level of right. an international brand and some certain things you do that start to make people see you in a different light. light yeah you get my point and the moment you say you want to be an african band you want to be an international brand there is no how you want to have your mark mm-hmm. in those continents yeah collaborating with them in that continent in those continents or even other countries in africa is part of you know getting you to the, yeah. go having a store now we are an online and an offline store so definitely we're looking at opportunities and having a store in a place like maybe london major cities major cities yeah gateway cities yeah or some of these things it takes a journey and at the end of the day it's uh it requires a lot of funding for those kind of stuff so um as a business it's always important to look for sometimes the problem might never just be funding you might need funds and but there are a lot of other ways to do some certain things sometimes that you might not necessarily need fund need well. fund yes yeah not because you don't need it but because you need to think creatively at other ways to achieve those things yep. because of lack lack yeah you know fund so in the next five years where i see us as a brand is number one brand in africa that's our goal yeah we want to be the number one still in yes in the next five years that's our part it seems like an equivalent task it's big and we feel it's achievable and the reason i say that is because I look at the statistics of um, what has been sold in terms of fashion, clothing in Africa, and I realize that international brands that are coming from Europe, they're still taking a huge chunk of what Chunk, yes, yes. And so, if you look at you and I and every other person that is doing fashion in Nigeria, everybody is just, just taking crumbs. Mm-hmm. It's into, I don't think many of us sell to... Lagos has um, 21 million residents, or 20, 25 million 25 million. Let's say of those 25 million, the bracket we're targeting is just five million. Just two percent of that's what. That's two uh, percent. Yeah. That's five hundred thousand. What are you talking about now? Are you selling five hundred thousand? No. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at it, the market is huge. The opportunity to mm. achieve the things I said, yeah. now, even not just for our brand, but yeah. for many other brands, yeah. is possible. We're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about the Lagos. They say Abuja. There's Accra. There's Lume, there's Abidjan, there's you know, uh, there's the Joburg. There's so many places for us to be able to, and you know, those collaborations can help move yeah. closer to that closer, direction. Yeah. So that's that's where I see us in the next five years. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, Ahmed, for spending the last one hour with me and breaking down your journey from student trade fair to Zoku. Um, um, I am I am uh, very delighted that you have. Uh, found the time to like literally like breaking down into the nitty uh gritty and i and i and i do hope um our listeners um have been inspired and taking notes i've i've taken i've taken a series of notes um because because his his story is um is is just inspiring and i feel like um and i like like i like i always say the 
greatness of men are in, are in their stories and um, I'm so proud to know the Zoku brand and, and to be associated with the, with the Zoku brand and I'm excited about uh, what the future holds. I made a quick quick one. How do how do we reach you? How do we how do we find out about Zoku, your website, social media and all of that? Okay, so um Zoku website, uh Zokushop.com. Right. And Zoku is spelled Z O R K L E. Yes. Zokushop.com. And uh, then we're on social media we're Zoku Official across one word. Zoku official, yes, one, one word, word. Okay. All, all social media platforms. Uh, anybody that wants to reach me personally, my name is Amira Kishimoyi. Yeah, that's that's your name on the. I'm accessible on Instagram. I'm accessible on Facebook. I don't like the idea of making myself private. Private, yeah. I might not put my stuff out there. Out there. But if there's an opportunity to do something with me, my phone number is on Facebook. My phone number is on LinkedIn, because I always believe that you never can tell what's going to come in from that you yeah. get from those places so even if you cannot be if you can if you don't want to make yourself accessible on social media at least linkedin you have yeah. to make yourself accessible. Yeah. that's a business space yeah. you get so i'm accessible in any of those platforms yeah. via my via my via my via my page i was going to, i was going to ask i mean i mean this i always do that what parting shot do you have for entrepreneurs who are trying to pivot entrepreneurs who are trying to metamorphose different products but not i'm not sure how to do it. you seem to have done it rather seamlessly um one thing i would say is because be i'm from which, which which has which has you know rang through in everything i've said is courage and boldness to damn the odds to damn the consequences and go ahead and do it but i want you to say it in your own words for that entrepreneur who i've started this thing it's looking like this place is saturated i need to move i need to pivot i need to i, I don't want to keep doing the same thing i need to change how i'm doing it but still remain true to the vision what 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 advice do you have for that person firstly i think uh, we have to be dynamic yeah we have to be dynamic and open-minded yeah irrespective of the desire to achieve your stated objectives objective yeah you have to be dynamic because there's no one way to do any of these things if you list the first 1000 you know valuable business in the world i'm sure they used 1000 different ways of achieving oh, it. yeah so one of the things we do if i if you come to my office now look at it and say all these things you guys are doing is rubbish and you're able to put it to me and show me that it's rubbish believe me you change we it. stop doing those things that they are moved to the next thing wow you have to be dynamic that is the only way you won't die because you can't be listening to only yourself yeah. there's some things that there's only somebody looking from the outside that will be able to to tell you so you that. have to be able to listen if you don't put if you're not the, if you don't put yourself in the position to listen your staff won't let your staff won't tell you what's going on people from outside won't tell you what's going on you have to be open to that and i believe that for anybody that also wants to, that is looking to maybe move from a business to another business yeah. or trying to private it's important to even understand where you are first because sometimes eh, we want to move to something that because we think is not working but the reality is not because it's not working probably not doing the doing it the right way doing. yes yeah yeah i'll give you a very very short example there's somebody i buy uh this goat sharing yeah thing as a business. i buy from him all the time so we were talking one day and i was like ah can i can you buy from me and i said i told him that first of all i don't like when i call you and then you keep asking me with speaking it pisses me off i'm buying from you i'm a returning customer why should i tell you who i am we saved my name my address or whatever <laughs> So that if I, you need to make me feel familiar. familiar. I'm a returning customer. Yeah. That's my point. 
I said, one, that's one. I said, two. And I said, ah, man, he's been struggling with the business. I'm like, see, there's some things you need to do on your own. I said, let me give you an example. Do you even know I'm buying from you? Do you mm. think I'm even buying me from you? You don't know your customer. I'm not your customer. Yeah, I might be the one buying from you, but my custom, your customer is my wife. wife. Yeah. So that's why you need to take the statistics of who are buying from him. He knows that, oh, these are married people. Back to going how data. How do you Back to get ticket? So if he knows that it's married people that are buying from him, then how do you prepare this thing in such a way that the wives that go to cook it or whoever is going to prepare those things in their house, they collect those things and feel good. Yeah, I'll, I'll collect the meat. You deliver it to me. I don't open it. I don't even know what it's just, like. Just hand it over to the real owner. I just tell them the alpha. I just ask her, are you, are you okay with it? She tells me no. That's the problem, yeah. Do you get my point? Yeah. So, he might think he's not getting returning customers, but he doesn't understand. He doesn't even know his customer. His customer in the first place, yeah. So, how can you even want to pivot to something else? Right, right. So, I know if they... Because you still make the same mistake exactly, if you're in another industry. Exactly, exactly. So, you need to understand if the customer be like, oh, this is why this thing is not working. This is why this thing is not working here. What can I do to change What can I do to change this? So if I'm moving to something else, or why do I even need to move to this other business? business? So when you understand this, when you understand the dynamics of where you are, you want to move into some, something else, you start looking at, okay, who are the people there that I want to go and meet? We have a name for our ideal customer in my office. We have a name for the customer. We've created a name for that customer. We give him a face. We give him what he looks like. We, th- we give him, where does he work? Well, yeah. We create that profile for that customer. You get so when we're creating a product, we'll we'll really wear it. I guess my point. Is. You need to understand what you're doing. Hmm. You get so if without that dynamics of understanding what you're doing and you know the ability to be able to accept the change that might come, 